welcome back. Um, we're talking about um, social class in most mostly reference to education and oh. working life. Good morning. Um, I just want to say that I'm wearing a coat right now and I'm sitting in my car. Um, I'm just going to give you context. You know, I, you didn't ask, but I'm going to. That way, like, if you, whatever sounds you hear, you'll understand. So I'm in my car. I'm, uh, I'm at dance, but, like, I have a break. And I'm wearing a coat. So if you hear any, like, ruffling of the coat, that's what that is. Anyway, that is context for situations or stuff and things. So... Good morning. I think I already said that. Um, I don't. I you. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's good. It's morning for me. Um, it's it's been a great. It's been a great morning. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I. This is not. You can. You can like dock points for this. I should probably like not. But basically, I just want to say, <laughs> it's Saturday morning and it's gorgeous, and um, I went to Eric Church last night and I've been having a great. I had a great day yesterday, having a great day today. Like, I'm so excited. So, that's where I'm at this morning. Anyway, because, well, I mean, honestly, if we think about it, where you're at, your head, your mindset, when you're, like, looking at poetry, will, like, determine how you see it and what meaning you make from it. So, yeah, that's context, I guess, if you wanted or didn't, here it is. Um, so my lyrical poem is Don't Be a Dropout by James Brown. And honestly, this this song is gorgeous. Like, it's it just feels good to listen to, you know? It's just, like, one of those, yeah, it just feels good to listen to. And I, like, fully, like, listen to James Brown on repeat during, during class on Friday while I was doing my calc homework after I, like, solidified that this was the song. Because I had seen the lyrics and so I was like yes that sounds good I just need to listen to it so then I listened to it and I was like yes James Brown and so then I was like solid I'm gonna listen to it on repeat um because because I had chosen my poems and then Gabe still had to choose yeah yeah thanks okay so it's I love storytelling po- uh storytelling music well I guess lyrics and then also like poetry in general so like lyrical poem poems and then like yeah words i like story stories i like and anecdotes um yes that's like my favorite way to start an essay although people don't really prefer it anymore but it's my favorite way if i'm on the spot inspiration and imagination yes okay so yeah that's also why i love alec benjamin i'm sorry i'm need to focus okay so now good friend of mine sat with me and he cried he told me a story i knew I know he hadn't lied. He said he went for a job, and Mr. Man said, without an education, you might as well be dead. Now, don't get me wrong. He said, it's not who you are. But people come to me from near and far. But I do just what I do just what, and follow, and I follow the rules. I didn't have an education, so I had to go back to school. My friend told all his buddies that he loved so well, and of their personal troubles, I will not tell. Now, those guys didn't seem good, and they didn't seem bad. They didn't seem so happy, and I know they weren't sad. But the point isn't that they follow the rules. They got an education, and they all bend in school. Now, underneath these tears, 
I could see the true fact when he dropped out of school, he never, never went back. You gotta listen now, what he said, without an education, you might as well be dead. So one day he got tired of a little spending change, so he looked up his friends to check their pay range. When he got there at the crib, he found that he was a drag, because man, they were clean, and his clothes were like rags. One was a businessman with plenty of dough, he had his things so set up, you knew he, you know he couldn't blow. So the other had his job so uptight, he had his whole family and his kids all out of sight. Tell me one more time now what he said, without an education, might as well be dead. He got to, got to, got to get a little learning. What he said, without an education, might as well be dead. What made him so hurt that these were his friends and he was a drag. They looked at him and he was in the same old bag. For his friends, they worked real hard when the workday was through. And now he realized he should have done the same thing too. Uh, blah, 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 chorus. For the last time, I'm going to say they kept on pushing when the, when the going was through. And now they know that things don't seem so rough. So kids, stay in school. Don't be a drag. Take a fool's advice and stay out of that bag chorus bridge which is basically the chorus remixed okay so yes bike yes um yeah so <laughs> i'm probably just gonna leave this unedited because i i actually feel okay with what i'm saying now i may like edit like all of my likes and my ums and my pauses because brains need to buffer but um yeah, like, this feels... I just feel great today. You know? I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, I hope you're having a good day. Good morning. Or afternoon. Or good night. <gasps> Truman Show. Gosh. I think about that all the time. Fully have changed my life. That's... Anyway. Your class, sophomore year. Great. Amazing. Um, what was I doing? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. The whole point of, like education like without without getting to a certain point obviously it's not the case for everything but like if you if you are able to be successful without a certain amount of education there is a factor of luck like there is no there is no doubt about that there is a factor of luck um and just the way that things like played out for you like it went really really well but that's not always the case for everyone and you can't like bet on that which is an issue, I guess, um, why people are always like, you have to go to college, you know, or else you can't, you won't get a good job or whatever. Um, and you won't make money and you'll be poor and whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But like, that's the whole idea. And so like, if you're not able to like afford the ability to pursue a higher education, obviously you're going to be stuck in the same cycle. Like that's how stuff works and stuff you know and so um yeah i just this is a great it's great but yeah yeah just like what what even if you don't and if you have the ability um to realize like yeah not having an education is not going to get me very far um and then like being able to have the privilege to have enough money to go back in school like, you still, like, lost time, I guess. And, like, lost time that you could have been making money had you known whatever and whatever. So, it's kind of, like, it's, yeah, education is a weird thing. And it's the same thing we talked about last week with, like, productivity. And I'm pretty sure I wrote that in my notes when we were talking about the, uh, the, uh, slam poems. I don't have my notes with me, like, in front of me right now, but, yeah. Just that whole, like, idea of of having to constantly produce something 
and like needing money in the society um and yeah without like proper education or whatever it's much more difficult to be successful in that way there's a lot of car sounds um yeah but just like and then then comparing yourself knowing like where all your friends are at and where you're at and you may be like they may not judge you because they love you i i don't know the relationship in this context but like and in my in my perspective i guess all of us go to scott so we are all semi wealthy like to an extent we have enough money to go to a, a private school um or have enough privilege i guess to go to a private school maybe not enough money but um yeah and so like comparing yourself to your friends and being like i wish like kind of that little bit of like that um the little like reminder in the back of your head like i wish they would have told me you know like why did why didn't they like it seems like they would have known since they were pursuing higher education like why wouldn't they tell me to keep on with school or whatever or or even like if you physically could not keep on with school like that that feeling of guilt of being like why couldn't i why couldn't i like why why wasn't i set up to be able to pursue to pursue a higher education because that's not your fault obviously where you're born into it's a very hard cycle to change like either way well okay that's not true because it's very easy to just start from the bottom but yeah it's very hard to break out of poverty i guess because it's going to be because things are just going to be more difficult in the way that you start um or, or like approach everything i guess like education and then work especially like being homeless and stuff um like there are so many things that you need to like provide as proof of your existence that you just that some people will just never be not never but like it is going to be very difficult for them to like provide and then it's like well what am i supposed to do i can't i can't do any more than this so how am I supposed to make money? And it's like an endless cycle of that. And that's... I feel like this is... It's kind of like a subtle way of saying it. Not really subtle because Broski's fully saying... Without an education, you might as well not be alive. But um, but like with the storyline, with the verses... It's kind of a subtle way of that. Because obviously we don't know the social class of the um, the narrator. Or I guess the um, the he... But I guess who the narrator is narrating. Um, but it's still like that same idea, like without an education, you're set back. And so with those who are unable to pursue an education, because it is a choice for um, people of privilege. Like obviously you, you're, if you have the opportunities um, to be able to pursue in a higher education is a choice whether or not you do. Uh, but for some people, it just fully is not. So in, we, in this context, we don't know. But there is a there is a difference. Um, if if luck does not play out for you, 
um, and and you you were not able to be successful without an education, then you will be like set back, and you will have to get an education and have to like try to constantly like catch up with those around you, which I think it was was really well demonstrated here. Yeah, solid. Thank you. I mean, I I don't I don't know. This is I'm just yeah. I hope you enjoyed or whatever or things and or appreciated my ins I just I'm yeah we should we should cut this now but I, lo I love you you know what I need to I'm just feeling very happy and excited today I love everybody today's gonna be a great day I hope you're having a great day I hope you will have a great day I hope things work out you know positivity and hope things yes good chat Okay. Okay. Interview things. Yes. It's what we have to do. Yep. Okay. What is the topic? <laughs> we're talking about... We're talking about social class with education. So, like, how social class affects education and your views on oh, wow. that. That's cool. Yeah. Do you want to give us, well, are you recording? Okay. Do you want to give us a little insight on what you kind of think of social class and what you think of education? Um, well, yeah, I think social class has a really big impact on education. I mean, um, a lot of public schools are funded based off property taxes. So um, you live in a poorer neighborhood, your school's not going to be as good. So I think it has a big impact on the education you receive um and i think education is the best thing to help bring people uh, of lower social classes um out of poverty yeah and then what do you think about like the cycle of not if you don't have enough resources then not being able to like pursue higher education and then how that cycles into your social class I think it, uh, it's one of the many factors that helps perpetuate poverty. I agree. Yeah. I talked about that in my... Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was a lot of insight for, like, a minute. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Have fun. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yes. that was a lot of insight for like yes. a minute. I was like, she's gonna be an icon. So like, if we have two minutes, we're gonna be fine. Okay, yeah. All right. So the page poem that I chose was "History Textbook America" by Joanne Belingit, and there are so many lines in this poem where I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. That's like America. Um, that's American history class, basically. Um, I'd search for Philippines in my hist in history class. The index names one page moved on to Pierce. The making of America marched past my enigmat. I can't speak. Father's place of birth. So it's like people who uh, immigrated to. America, people who basically make up this country, who helped support and found this country, 
are being suppressed and not, like, I don't know. There's a lot of racism in school constantly. And a lot of, along with racism, a lot of, um, a lot of the lower class are people of color because they were suppressed for so long and they still are suppressed. And so I'm sure that look, going to school and looking at um, history books and learning about America his, American history and seeing how many times your culture, your ancestors just get skipped over because they aren't white or they weren't, I guess, important enough in quotations to actually be part of a history textbook. And there are so many things like Christopher Columbus, we don't need an entire like three chapters on the guy. He deserves maybe like half a page at most. Um, Cause screw him. He, he sucks. Um, but there are so many like indigenous stories that we could have like learned from that we didn't because it got repressed. There's so much black culture and people of color, indigenous culture that just got erased or suppressed in history books. So it's like, yeah. And that's kind of how I interpreted this poem. Um... And the last line is, And yet my world grows huge with maps crisscrossed, my history alive with all I've lost. And it's like, you have all this history. You know a bit about your family, but you, of course, don't know everything. And it would be nice to at least learn about your culture if you don't... Like, I I was born in a Greek, Roman, and Swedish family. And then I got adopted into an Egyptian one. I know more about my... Egyptian ancestors than I do about my actual biological Greek and Roman ancestors. And I'd like to know more. And same with the Swedish ancestors. Um, and I'd like to know more. I'd like to know what exactly, like, everything, you know? And it's just, like, history and uh, school covers so many different topics but never like the most important ones about culture and people of color and where we came from and why it's important that we still celebrate um, our different cultures, where we came from and our ancestry. So yeah. Okay, so I chose the lyrical poem Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw because, okay, so yes, this song does not really have anything to do with um, uh, education, social class, blah, blah, blah. But it was the first song that came to my head, and the reason why I'm sticking with it is because it genuinely has helped me and my parents through their schooling, and yeah. Um, 
uh, there's a line that says, where is it? Well, always stay humble and kind. Basically, don't let your material possessions get to you. Don't let your lack of material possessions get to you. Sometimes staying humble does not mean to diminish yourself. Sometimes it means to give yourself a little bit more credit than you're used to giving yourself. As long as you stay kind to everyone else and you treat everyone with respect, then yeah. And I feel like that can be related greatly to um, if everyone just treated each other with kindness, everything would be so much better and we wouldn't be... uh, Wouldn't be, you know, like constantly struggling to get peace um of course that's impossible but i feel like every if everyone just treated each other with kindness we wouldn't really have social classes either because everyone would just be equal like not like communism equal but like seen as equals with the same rights without like the poverty of everything so yeah that's why i chose humble and kind it's a really good song too so yeah yeah ah okay (laughs) now that we've established that ah what am i doing okay Basically, hi. Okay, what I wanted to say. <clears throat> no, we're talking about. I, we're talking about the poor. I wanted to talk about the poor problem. Yeah, but we have to establish what we are talking about because the listeners don't know. Oh. <gasps> the listeners. Okay. Hi. We're talking about if I got paid for all my emotional labor. Mm-hmm, and we just watched it again. And I like how it goes from the pony to the house. You know? Yeah. I'd buy myself a pony, but also, I'd buy my mom a house. Yeah, and then I would uh, let my sister go to school. And I just didn't write down any of the thingies. And then the nickel for every time I stayed up for somebody who would never wake up for me. Um, The one about the guys. Sad. Something about the sad guys. The sad guys. Whatever. Trying to make a sad guy not sad. or so. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And Uh, then the lint... The the my pieces Searching. of myself, the lint, yeah. Oh God, my recall ability. Okay, in I personally like the line. Um, the um. Every time, if I had a nickel, nickel for every time that I stayed up for someone who wouldn't wake up for me. Yeah. And then, into the line that you said. I don't remember, I don't remember, I think it was like, I think she said dime and then quarter, and then dollar probably, or maybe it was like nickel, quarter, dollar, I'm not sure. I think it was three, but I also think it was four, so, ooh, maybe it was penny, and then she was talking about the, um, the coins, like, clinking together, or like, what is it called? Clinking? Yeah. Is that a- Clinking is a word. Okay. Clinking together, like, in her heart or whatever and then like the piggy bank of her soul 
piecing it back together. Yes, I like that. Because it also, like, it's the same vibes as the pony, like the childhood piggy mm -hmm. bank. And mm -hmm. then, like, as an adult, or I guess as a, like, young, young woman. <laughs> and you're, yeah. like, like, struggling with uh, things like, yeah, like, staying up for somebody who would never wake up for you and, like, just that. Yeah, like, just that, um... Mm -hmm. What was I saying? Just scratch that, I guess. But, like, the pony, because it's, like, every, every girl's dream is, like, I want a pony, because why not? Why wouldn't I want a <clears throat> pony? Everyone you know. wants a pony. And... And it's also like, well, I'm like eight, so I can't take care of my pony. So, well, I guess like in this, obviously in this, well, mm, if you're talking about getting paid for emotional labor as the emotional labor occurred, all of the my happens at childhood. So <laughs> anyway, and so then you're like eight. So you like can't pay, you can't, it's a pony. And you're like, bro, what do I do with the pony? I wanted a pony. He'll but, die at some point. Too. Okay, shh. We're not gonna talk about death and ponies right now. Don't talk, don't tell me to shush. We can't talk about death and ponies. And then you have to pay somebody to take care of the pony. And then, and then you also, and then, because you're eight years old. And then, and then you're also going to like, ride the pony everywhere because duh. You have to flex everyone that you have a pony. Yeah. Sure. I agree. Yes. Let's talk about... <clears throat> so how she started with the, um, the stuff that we could, like, laugh at. And so yeah. laughing at... Laughing, uh, laughing with somebody before the series. Mm -hmm. uh, because you want them to... You want to draw them in before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you want them to listen. Yes. Because if you just start with, like, if I if I got paid for all my emotional labor, like, I would buy my mom a house. And my something that, I would let my, or I would have my sister finish school. Something yeah. about her grandma. Like, that would be, that's like, that's like, oh, that's really deep all at once. You're yeah. Like, it's, it's like. You gotta it's, you kinda work like, your way into it. Yeah. Cause, and you feel, it's a little bit, like, off-putting because you're like, whoa. <laughs> Huh, mm -hmm. This is just a this is a, just a slam thing, and we're we're going, we're going here right now. Okay, that's fine. Um, oh, also we wrote down, or I guess yeah, we you wanted us to talk about what's baseline human dignity, um, and like what's the bare minimum people should just have. And we're kind of talking about this with senior studies mm -hmm. and uh, like immigration. I feel like this goes a lot with yeah immigration and like what we're talking about senior studies right now. Yes. Like, I feel like everyone should have the yeah. right to education. Yeah. Or at least the right to choose. To have an education, yeah. yes. Because with privilege, you can. Yeah. But everyone should be able to choose whatever high education. Have that decision to yeah. have an education. Yeah. Because then, well, yeah. Well, that's just a human right. You should get that. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else is a base? Uh, shelter. 
but, but I feel like that's so hard to. It's a human. It very much is a human right. No, for sure. Because we'll, uh, yeah, the yeah. the right to have property. Yes, the like. I guess the problem with like money and financial stuff, it really shouldn't be a problem. People are just selfish. And people don't really help others. Yeah. When I was when uh, we were having the discussion about the, the yeah the what is it called the deliberation yeah yes and yeah, yeah yeah and I had the lovely humans with me in my group and they were talking about they are they were sweet and nice about they were like because they're all like yeah we're all on the no side and I was like <clears throat> silence and then Quillen was like it were Quillen and Emmett were like if you're if you're not like you can say like we're not gonna we're not gonna like judge you you can say that you're not on our side or whatever which was nice because yeah, i was like a little nervy but they're yeah they were super sweet and they're all super yeah. and then talked about my my dad's audi and with me and i was like yes cars anyway um yeah and like they're just well they're talking about how they were talking about how like their idea like the way that they were thinking about it was like everyone who's rich deserved that money and earned that money and worked for it which is not entirely. I can tell you that I am not case. Like rape stuff in your mind. Yeah, it. It. I mean, obviously, yes. At some point, somebody did work for it. Yes. But then it just continually gets passed down, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like same with poverty. Like it will get passed. It's just going to be passed down because you. It's really, really hard to break that cycle obviously you can just leave your family yeah when you're uh in a place of privilege mm-hmm. like me moving away to pennsylvania next year yes like that's obviously going to be a huge change but just i'm okay you. with that sorry you said me moving away i was just like <gasps> we built well we built my house like two years ago hmm. very nice it's a very nice house but like i'm i'm just like i'm fully like up and leaving it yeah and just being like i'm okay with being homeless like that's that's like a huge change mentally. But yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, that's not the goal, right? But, like, in the worst case scenario, we have to work with that situation. We have to work with what we got, yeah. Yeah, then, paycheck, like, paycheck. We, we'll, we'll work with it. Yeah. We'll be okay. Hmm? So, we're talking about the world in the evening. It, it seems like it's a romanticized view of like suburban life but uh like romanticized because it's from the perspective of someone who is watching from the outside who doesn't know it as their own it kind of goes with like last last uh last week's theme because it's like less about education Mm -hmm. um and more focused on like living the living is social class and the home life Mm -hmm. there's like a line in each of them that i can like relate to this household also i really like how she says between 
wife and husband in the guest bedroom instead of um, between husband and wife. And then in the second stanza, the chattering of awful boys as they plot honestly is very relatable in, um, especially this household. Everyone's always like plotting against each other. I think the adjectives or just the word choice is interesting. Mm -hmm. Suburban summer wanders toward dark they're bored and await miracles the houses show flashes of knife and fork in inconsequential fights between wife and husband in the guest bathroom yeah guest bathroom as in they're leaving the the party the scene to fight away from everyone mm-hmm Voices sound like echoes in the streets. Chattering of awful boys as they plot behind the juniper and ivy. That mimic the ancient news of the world and shell threats piped high across mock fences to girls riding by in the last pieces of light. The color of the sky makes brilliant reflection in the water and oil along the curb. Deepened aqua, sharp, pure rose of the clouds. Few stars wheel above the domestic scene, half-lit world, quiet calming the dogs worried by distant alarms. A woman in a window washes a glass, a man across the street laughs through an open door, utterly alien, alone. There's a time seconds between the last light and the dark stretch ahead when color is lost. The girl on her swing becomes a swift apparition, black and white flowing suddenly into night. Yeah. It's a similar feeling of the uh, dust shall turn to dust. Mm -hmm. We're all made from the same. And at the end of the night, we're all just swift apparitions flowing into the night. Okay, yeah. I honestly don't have much else to say on this one. It reminds me of Over the Hedge. Uh, like the... Uh, yeah. The animals, like, watching mm -hmm. and, like, invading the houses. And like the blue white of the blue light of the televisions, um, inconsequential fights, voices sound like echoes, chattering of awful boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just romanticized. You told us to like circle domestic, which is one of my favorite words when it comes to relationships. Understandable.
I don't really like the word domestic. But also I'm kind of indifferent to it, so. I'm just in love with the concept of family. Yeah. Um, making a family. Alright, so this is Who Will Save Your Soul by Jewel. Do you want to break it down? Because mm -hmm. that's usually how we do with lyrical poems. Yeah. Or do you just want to like talk in general? You can break it down. Okay. So I feel like the first stanza is kind of like talking about somewhat like reality TV show. Mm -hmm. It's like people living their lives for you on TV. They say they're better than you and you agree. Like that whole usually people who are able to go on reality tv shows are mm -hmm. privileged and well i yeah. guess most most reality tv shows are like just following rich people around yeah. because why the heck not and then like he says hold my calls from be behind these cold brick walls says come here boy they ain't nothing for free that feels like like uh like power imbalance in like workforce yeah like, the boss being yeah. able to say crap beneath, behind closed doors. Yeah. I think a lot of it is just Jewel identifying everyday, like, things that control and that are unfair in society and explain those unfairness in, like, different ways that people are searching for answers and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, she, like, like you said, like, the boss taking advantage of others it's like putting up with like a pyramid of power at the cost of like losing everything yeah for sure because you can't look afford to mm -hmm. with social class and stuff um i i'm still stuck on the line the lines i guess you know you love him if you put him in your will For me, that's kind of like, you know how with family, it's like societal norms to put them in your mm -hmm. will, but if you deeply feel like they don't deserve to be in it, but they're still a part of your family, so therefore you love them enough to put them in, their, in your will, even if, like, that's not even true. Yeah. It's like they don't deserve any part of me. Who you are. Yeah. But it's like... Is I think... they Do they read... No, they don't read rules at funerals. How do they do that? But it is in front of, like... It's after. Right. Or at the week, I guess. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, like, it is in front of people. Which is, like, the... The hot commodity of it is, like, oh my gosh, they didn't leave anything for their family. Who's gonna give what? Yeah. How dare they? Yeah. How ungrateful when they were the ones who traumatized you. Well, that's ridiculous. Mm hmm. Anyway. Um. It's just so I don't of, understand like, having to work really hard for things that oh, you yeah. might not even get. I don't get the when it comes to the flowers part. 
is it that is that the we talk about many gods we worship many gods well it says who will save your souls when it comes to the flowers now <sighs> i'm still in like the first this third stanza i accidentally closed out of it i'm so smart I mean, maybe it, maybe it is talking about that because okay, then later yeah. it says. To, it, yeah, to later in the, it would make sense if that came after, but maybe it's. I just... think that's the, I think that's part of it because it also says um, later, which I said was connected to, the um, you you know you love him if you put him in your will, like it says. Uh, there are addictions to feed and there are mouths to pay, which are like, the opposites, mm-hmm. and then the. So you bargain with the devil, but you're okay for today. And then say that you say that you love them. Take their money, money and run. run. Okay, it goes yeah. with the will. So, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's flipping it. Yeah. So I I've done that in a poem before. It's like my favorite thing yeah. too. So yeah, she relates. The uh, flowers and gods. Polytheism and other religions to flowers, and then she also says. When it comes to flowers now, who will save your souls? Because yeah. like which guess which, what God, which God can yeah. save us now? Also, like God can't fix everything. You also have to work for it. Yeah. 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 Um. We call religion our friend. We're so worried about saving our souls that we forget to begin. Um. Yeah, I think the their addictions to feed and their mouths to pay, it does. It sounds like a contradictory thing. Like like it should like there should be mouths to feed, addictions to pay, but also mm-hmm. like, you do feed your addictions. And you, and you do, do and you pay, pay mouths you like pay paying mouths as in like paying for silence is what I was thinking of. Oh, like paying people to shut up. Do you do that? No, but like, in in the working world. That is a thing. I want to be paid to be quiet. No kidding. Hush money? Sign me up. Don't sit there and be quiet for as long as you want me to. No kidding. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And then you bargain with the devil, but you're okay for today. Because it's like, it's like the whole, at the beginning of the day, and like being extremely like stressed out, mm-hmm. and then being like, it's fine. Today will be okay. Tomorrow, like, tomorrow, like, tomorrow will be a different problem, but today it'll be fine. And that whole thing, like, you're just uh, weighing out what's worth it for to take on for today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's you and say it's been swell, sweetheart, but it was just one of those things, those flings, those strings you've got to cut. Get out on the streets, girls, and bust your butts. Yeah, I tell you about that. Buy your time, just buy your time. Yeah, time is money. So you gotta buy your time, which you, means you gotta just work for everything. No breaks, whatsoever. <laughs> Mental health <laughs> doesn't exist. Sucks for you, I guess. Sounds like a personal problem. Not gonna lie. If <laughs> you can't handle it, if you can't handle it, get out. This wasn't you weren't meant for this world. The weak died. Survival of the fittest. fittest. Survival of the fittest. 
survival of the richest. Hot take. Hot take. It's true. Yeah. Good chat. This was solid. Yeah, this is a solid one. Even though we have your straw sounds in the background. Thank you for that. I think they really add to our insight. I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now that I'm thirsty. You can feed that in. Feed that in? I said keep that in. My page poem was Calmly We Walk Through This April's Day by Delmore Schwartz. Um, and it starts with it starts with the title. I forgot what that's called, but it's like um yeah. Calmly We Walk Through This April's Day, Metropolitan Poetry Here and There. In the park sit Popper and Rentier, the screaming children, the motor car fugitive about us, running away. Between the worker and the millionaire, number provides all distances. It is 1937 now. Many great deers are taken away. What will become of you and me? This is the school in which we learn, besides the photo and the memory, that time is the fire in which we burn. And so there's a bunch of, in parentheses, it says this is the school in which we learn, um, that time is the fire in which they burn. It's like scattered throughout. And so yeah, I it's it's only like it only touches on school, I think, or maybe I don't understand all of it. Like um in the third stanza, there are I think allusions that I don't understand. So, I don't know what that's referring to, but but it talks about like the screaming children, the motor car fugitive about us, running away. Between the worker and the millionaire, number provides all distances. And which is obviously like touching on social class. Um, and also I think it's interesting that the author like puts between the worker and the millionaire, like kind of, um, I guess, Hinting at the fact that millionaires, like, don't work, I guess. Um, not hinting. What is it? Um, I don't know. Whatever. And what is the self amid this blaze? What am I now that I was then? What which I shall suffer and act again? The theodicy I wrote in my high school days restored all life from infancy. The children shouting are bright as they run. This is the school in which they learn. Ravished ravished and ravished entirely in their passing play that time is the fire in which they burn and then the last stanza says each minute bursts in the burning room the great globe reels in the solar fire spinning the trivial and unique away how all things flash how all things flare what am i now that i was then may memory restore again and again the smallest color of the smallest day time is the school in which we learn time is the fire in which we burn um, so it's talking about, like, I think it's, like, kind of talking about wisdom, like, time is the school in which we learn, and time is the fire in which we burn, um, is also, like, time is our downfall, I guess, if that makes any sense, um, like, time can ruin us and, and end us. 
um and then times of school in which we learn yeah and also like wisdom has a huge part in how you go about the world like obviously especially with social class and you're focusing on like somebody who has had to work for everything that they have ever gotten in their life and like all of their success will have a different measure of wisdom or like yeah their wisdom is going to be different than somebody who was either born into wealth or like i said like got lucky um because i feel like when you i feel like you're more analytical when you when you were just born into wealth or you got lucky because then you're just like what can i do now to keep the money rolling but when you're but when you're like at a lower social class it's more of like what will get me the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time kind of idea um because you're like we're just trying to get by right now which was kind of talk which was which was kind of talked about in um Jules song like the that whole like um the devil I think it was I don't know it was bargain with the devil but you're okay for today that thing because you just have to hold on to um what you have today and and just kind of like pray for tomorrow Yeah, the school is like touched on and it's not entirely like with education and social class, but it does talk about social class and then talking about school. But I think my issue is I just don't understand all that is happening. Because I feel like there's a lot of illusion in here I just don't understand. Um, what am I now that I was then is repeated. Um, in the second stanza it says, um, this is a school in which we learn. What is the self amid this blaze? What am I now that I was then which I shall suffer and act again? And then in the fourth stanza it says, what am I now that I was then? May memory restore again and again the smallest color of the smallest day. This is the school in which we learn. Time is the fire in which we burn. And also, it's interesting because at the end it says, time is the school in which we learn. But um, in the rest of the poem, in the like parentheses, it says, this is the school in which we learn. And then there's the like, uh, ellipses at the end of that parentheses in the learn and then in the next one there's ellipses that time is the fire in which we burn so that's like completing the sentence I guess or completing the line 
that this is a school in which we learn that time is the fire in which we burn. So in this school, we learn that time is the fire in which we burn, um, which which does go with social class because it's talking about like, yeah, like time can ruin you, especially with like having to live paycheck to paycheck and just trying to get through each day with what you have. Um, and if you get, and sometimes it can all like catch up to you and you're like swamped in things you like didn't expect to happen or you didn't like budget for because you weren't, because you're just trying to get through each day. Yeah. So basically, survival of the richest. That is what I've come up with. Um, I also forgot to say with the uh, Who Will Save Your Soul, um, we talked about in the interview with you last week, um, like how we, how we always have to be producing, and which was kind of what we were saying, but like we just didn't say the word <clears throat> production. But like that whole... Um, that's like that's what your worth is is what you can produce and not okay yeah, who yeah. you are honestly the um the money poem slam poem yeah also goes with that like you're only worth what you can give and if you can't give enough for some people, they're not going to give back. So you're not going to earn that back. Mm-hmm. The, like, yeah. Emotion, emotional labor. Because, like, yeah. nobody... That's not... That's not uh, tangible. So there's no... There's no way of, like... Yeah. Receiving pay for that. Even though, like... In the end, you have trauma and stuff that you're like... I didn't deserve this, but I have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to get anything for it. I kind of touched on that in my uh, my lyrical poem, which I chose "Humble and Kind" by Tim. Tim. <laughs> because, like, you know, if everyone just like looked at themselves from an outside party for like five seconds, they would realize, "Hey, maybe I should like fix this for a second. And yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, looking at it from a more, like, higher social class Mm -hmm. view. Yeah. Yeah. And even from, like, the lower social class, like, humble doesn't mean, like, talk down. It doesn't mean diminish yourself. No, yeah. It means, like, remember from where you came, basically. So, like, even lower classes can just be, like, my ancestors fought so hard for me to be here. I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to let them down, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my lyrical poem was, uh, like, Don't Drop Out, I think. I oh, which ties into the Don't Let Them Down. Yeah. Cause it's, and it was, like, just talking about... it was like a, It's like a story. Yeah. A story Who's song. Who uh, James Brown. Oh, yes. It's like a story song, so, like, how Benjamin does. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking about how, like, this kid dropped out of school and... Um, 
he's like watching all his friends like make it higher up because they stayed in school mm -hmm. and then like he's gonna have to go back to school or else he's never gonna go anywhere in life yeah. and like comparing himself to their like to their riches from his rags and stuff like that yeah and then and then how like obviously we don't know his place of privilege like the person that the narrator is talking about but um we can assume if he has the ability to go back to school like that is a decision that he can that make he gets to make yeah yeah then it's like and then it's talk, and then also like relating it to some people don't have that choice yeah and they just have to figure out how to work with that yeah 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 that's good i love how we always just say yeah yeah we just go back and forth yeah, yeah. like solid solid yeah solid good, good. chat yeah <laughs> good night bye good morning good morning I Have actually walked into, day. I walked into, I walked into, on Thursday and I said good evening. I had said good evening in a while, you weren't there yet. You weren't there in class. Wait, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember anymore. I used to say good evening when I would, in the morning, because it just. It sounds better. Yeah, good that. evening is prettier than good morning. Good well, I like morning. to say, I like to say good morning in the song, like good morning, good morning, or else it's like not as pretty as good evening. Yeah. Well, good day. Good day. Good day. Have a nice day. Bye. Hope you enjoyed.